0: All
2: right. Yeah. You know ever since I turned in 1989 when I signed that dotted line, It was strange. Things changed. Put a dent for the burst. So I called my mom and she said, "Baby, I save the money." Yeah, 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 yeah. The wow. Money. Um, oh, this is supposed to make it really obvious. And I know exactly what it is. This is Deion Sanders. Yeah. Primetime. Do you
1: want me to tell you who the other bands were to make this a little bit easier? Primetime. Sure. Uh, So that first band we listened to was Kyle Turley. Okay.
2: That That was his band?
1: That was Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley. Oh, athlete musicians. They're not just athletes. These are all (laughs) NFL players. Who have who have gone on to make music careers, or have made music throughout their career? Uh-huh. Because tonight the skills competition begins for the Pro Bowl, and these guys are, uh, you know, they're showing off their skills. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay.
2: Pro- gotcha. okay, okay, I got you. Okay, okay. All and, right, so Pro Bowl is kind of the thing.
1: Yes, and yes. so the second song that was the hard rock song was a band called Free Rain. <laughs> that is a band <laughs> consisted of Corey Proctor. Mark Colombo wow. and Leonard Davis.
2: I remember that actually. They uh, are the, Cowboys. the
1: heaviest of medals <laughs> yeah. because they're all <laughs> O linemen for the Cowboys.
2: I remember that. I remember that little bit. That is cool. Well done. That's why he's the ideal. So everything
1: nominated. today will be from NFL players.
2: Yeah. Who also okay. have and so when you said, dabbled in
1: music, yes. And so when you said Grammy nominated, I'm like, no, <laughs> no. They wish. They wish. No. Yeah. They wish they were
2: Grammy nominated. I got it. I got yeah. It. And there's a there's this weird thing where I don't know what it is about athletes and rock stars, but rock stars really want to be athletes, and athletes really want to be rock stars. And I guess in a sense, they do share. A lot of the, you know, the, the celebrity lifestyle, they share mm-hmm. a lot of similarities. But there's always, this, and every a lot of athletes out there, I mean, they decide to go all in on it. And have we decided who the greatest athlete slash musician is? is there's got
1: to be someone who is not that great of a, an athlete who was like a musician.
2: Uh, like Master P? I <laughs> know. He no, never played. He will fall in that. He
1: yeah. did. That. We're we're about, he, uh, he never played. He tried out for the Hornets and put on you know, point. That's
2: my point. Is still like pro semi pro. Raptors. He was with the Raptors he was like with the too. He Say, to Sir, with you're, you're trying to find the best of both worlds because most of the time you get a Dion, is a Hall of Fame, all-time great corner, and then he makes music like that. <laughs> so that I'll
0: find out. I'll see if I can find
1: anybody. I
0: think it would have to be Shaq. Shaq, Shaq's oh, in the conversation have you, too. Have you heard his stuff? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no like it is Shaq. Phil, Phil is my father. If you're
2: looking at both, <laughs> no, he's right. If you're looking at both, Shaq is is right there. It's Shaq. It's yeah. It, it ain't many. It ain't a long there's, list.
0: Not a, yeah, there's not, not a long list. I I think say.
2: Roy Jones Jr. did it. Kobe tried it for a while. Kobe did. Oh, you're okay. gonna jam with D- hey, Destiny? Child. Let me
1: tell you, there are some songs that I have picked out for you today that are.
2: Hey, you got some mwah, Kobe on chef's there. Just
1: kiss. No, because this is all NFL.
2: Okay, yeah. These remember, are all NFL players. You heard Kobe's song with Destiny Child back then? Remember, they tried, that was a big push to try to make Kobe like an actual artist when he yeah, first came yeah. out when he was young. People don't remember this because he wants you to forget, God rest his soul. Yeah, <laughs> he does. But He
0: even did it in I- Italian.
2: Yeah. He did it
0: in I- Italian. <laughs> yeah. So
2: Kobe would say he's in the conversation, but I agree with you. I think Shaq might be it. Yeah. If you look at both athletic accomplishments, and what you have actually accomplished as a a musical artist. Didn't Shaq go platinum? I think you're right about. It. I'm Shaq not sure. I gotta go check. You could write about that. You, yeah. you want to
1: go with Carl Lewis and his national anthem?
0: No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. Carl Lewis's national anthem was like 50 <laughs> cents first pitch. <laughs> you can't unsee it or hear it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, you can't go with that. No, well, I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm just trying to think about who, who took it seriously. Like, right, right, right. Who? Who? Right. What athlete or what musician? Took it seriously, like no, no, man. I really wanna, I really wanna pursue it. Yep. Right. Yeah. J. Cole did this. J., remember, J. Yeah, Cole? J. Cole, J. Cole, Cole went like played overseas,
0: played for Africa.
2: Yeah, he played, he played pole, for yeah. Africa. He, yeah, he was yeah. really into it. Then he yeah. realized, like, man, this is hard.
0: Yeah, this is <laughs> this. Y'all do y'all do this all the time? <laughs> <Right. anyway? laughs> this is of hard. I'm just work. trying to run a game. Yeah. With you.
2: yeah. So J. Cole tried to It's not a lot. Um, yeah. 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 But I, I think Shaq, Shaq could be it.
1: Uh, Bernie Williams might be it. Bernie Williams is an okay musician, pretty good baseball really? player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What, I, what, I, what, yeah. but he's not a
2: hit player. Like he
1: does more mm. soul and gospel. But he's like talented, as opposed to the other guys who are successful with zero talent. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're just fam- Like if they weren't famous, they they never would have done anything.
2: No, that's true. No, it's, it's. I'm sure we could come to come with a list. Allen Iverson, he he tried. Yeah, he did. He, he had was had a rapper bars. for a minute. He had bars. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. was in that conversation for a minute. I met Artes. Roy
0: Jones. Roy Jones Jr downstairs this building when he, he had done an interview upstairs with you guys i was here calling on that office wow. down below and we ran into each other as he was getting ready to leave the building that is crazy yeah yeah that is that's uh, freaky
1: I, I found our answer that which none freaky. of us are gonna like but this is the most accomplished on both ends oh no mike reed who? Who is he that is guy? a former Cincinnati who? Bengals who? Pro Bowl <laughs> defensive lineman okay, who wrote 12 number one country singles in the 80s and 90s. Well,
2: that's the man right so there.
1: So he's got 12 number one singles and he's a pro bowler. Well, you yeah, know, Charlie, pro-
0: Charlie Pride played baseball for the Texas Rangers. OK, you know? so we okay. need to, you know, you that he right. played in the Negro League.
2: I like that. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good, though. You say he wrote the uh, number one hit. that
0: is very it's, good it's and, and I, it was a pro, I, pro country
2: bowling? music I feel like you can get more number
1: ones I don't know why I feel like that but I feel like you can. <laughs> that
2: is definitely not true
1: but yes I feel like it's true I feel like I they have it, like that's... seven charts and they just all get it <laughs> oh,
2: I don't know why uh, I think that but I feel like it that is a random conversation but there you go that's why I love that because then we found out what's his name Mike Reed Mike, Mike Reed, Reed. Yeah. Mike Reed. Okay, I guess we gotta I gotta do some research about Mike Reed. There you go.
1: I'm not playing Mike Reed. I'm playing much worse stuff. Don't <laughs> we? Um, oh, so uh,
2: so uh, I gotta that so Damian Lillard actually is a decent rapper. Oh, you know Damian yes, Lillard okay. rapper? Yes. yeah, yes, he yeah. actually is a good yes. rapper. Okay, it's yeah, t- but I'm not, I'm not saying that he is the yeah. one. But I'm not like, have twelve number ones
0: though. Come on. <laughs> no, exactly. As a matter of fact, I think I have Dame. You got a Dame uh, Lillard, I Lillard do, song? I do have Dame Lillard on my my Apple. Wow, hey, man. that's a hell of an accomplishment. Hey, yep. I'll tell you this,
1: Dame Lillard's had a lot of time off to work on his music.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. That might be Is why he's doing the Dame
1: it. Dame
2: Lillard shot?
1: <laughs> yeah. No
2: need for that. There's no call no You beat my that.
1: Spurs enough times, you can take it.
2: <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, okay, sorry, get back to uh, the conversation. Let's talk about the Texans, gentlemen, because uh, the Texans are Dame also Dollar. Tri-
0: See, I got him. What is it called? He got Dame. His his name is, is it, Dame Dollar, oh, And the, and the Dollar. album is that. How, you as got well. a
2: you got a couple of songs on there. Oh then. yeah, oh yeah. I, I know. I've heard him. I've heard his bars, and he's he's legit. Oh yeah, he's he an, he's a, he's from Oakland. Yeah, don't forget that either. Oh, I know. My yeah. wife's from Oakland. Oh yeah, my wife's so, from Oakland. So Dame, bring it. Oh, I already know. But when I the first date I had with my wife. And I accidentally put on some too short. It was by accident. I swear I wasn't. I, I mm-hmm. did because I was trying to pull on some music. And she was like, "Oh, this is my jam." And I was like, "Oh, you nasty! Like
0: two <laughs> you like too short? I didn't say this, that to her face. this I was like, your jam? Yeah. She was like this <laughs> my jam? <laughs> you know what? You too short rap. Oh, I already know. Very graphic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his song <laughs> title.
1: We can't say most of his song titles <laughs> exactly. on the radio. <laughs> exactly. And she was
2: like, "Oh, I love that." I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you might be doing." She's like, "Oh, I'm from Oakland." No, and I was like, "You from Oakland?" And Yo, then I, you know, hey. the
0: rest is history. You want to go to Frenchies?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was the first man to introduce her to fried chicken though. That was also part of the way I seduced her. There it is. Yeah. Her stomach. Uh, wait till you to wait till a man's uh, <laughs> heart is through his stomach. No, no, no. Women want to eat a lot more than men want to eat. Yes. A woman gets hangrier than a men get Quicker. hangrier. And Every day, I think, for any woman I've dated in the last 15, 20 years, one of the main conversations that we have every day, if we're seriously dating, is about food. That's it. About where we're going to eat and what food we're going to eat. And Chris Rock had a great bit on this, and it's so brilliant. He said, listen, relationships are simple. People try to make them complicated. He said, relationships are simple. They're just sex- watching television, and, and, go, and eating. That's yep, it. That's it. He said, if you don't like to do two of those three things with each other, don't be together. You got to either like to eat, like to have sex, yep. or like to watch TV with each other. Because that's most of a relationship. It's like 75% of it. And he's not totally wrong. I was going to say, they, <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see the lie. <laughs> he's not totally wrong. You got to get two out of those three. If you get three out of three, you're just really lucky. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, hopefully the Texans are really lucky because they just made a higher D'Amico Ryan. And I love I'm starting. To, I'm starting to really, you know, get into my fandom as a Houston Texans fan again. Trying to we're going to try to get Patrick back into the, the, the fold of the fandom uh, because he decided to renounce his Texans fandom. But it looks like now, especially with the way the NFL insiders have reported this all went down, that the Denver Broncos made a hard push for D'Amico Ryan's. And he chose the Texans. I mean, I still think that's a big deal that people aren't talking enough about because he didn't have to choose the Texans. And if he could have passed on both of those and had another opportunity somewhere else, he wanted to come to Houston. Yep. He, he legitimately wanted to come to Houston. He believes this is part of a greater plan because he's always wanted to get back to Houston where he started his career. That in itself is serendipitous, and I think the football gods may be shining upon uh, Texans fans like myself who have had to embrace the suck. For the last few years, post Deshaun Watson and all that scandal, and then the uh, the Easterby stuff. So I do think that's important, and it's also important that the Texans got a guy that who's also highly coveted. This is you didn't have to settle. You settled on Lovey Smith. You settled on David Cully. Nothing against those gentlemen, but nobody really wanted Lovey Smith. Nobody wanted David Cully. Yeah, all those right? weren't those
0: weren't the guys None that were, were guys. that everybody was like, oh, this is gonna energize yeah. the organization. Right? You, and yeah. I think I think what you said was perfect, Rob, because. Because Texans fans, rejoice. You won for a, a guy that was a hot commodity. True this man. was, just to your point... You weren't fighting for Lovey Smith. You weren't fighting for David Culley. Mm-hmm. You were gonna fight for this man. This was somebody that's been a part of the organization. This is someone that they call captain. That he was mm-hmm. named captain by older players. They put, they anointed him. Mm-hmm. And then you went through it the other day, Rod. His his track record and what all of these other coaches and peers have said about him. He is a leader of men, and that is exactly what you need at this particular mm-hmm. time. But most importantly, you need the reuniting of the fan base. True that. That is is what you need the most of because players talk about it all the time. We hear them. We hear them. When we tell them to get loud, they get loud. Right now, you're really yelling at somebody. Hey, hey, do y'all mind screaming a little bit? (laughs) They can actually hear you talking to them. There's not an audible to that. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. And I think for Texans fans, be excited. Be very excited because you won a battle of somebody that everybody wanted. Yeah, we're not used to it. Texas fans. (laughs) I know. I think we've been such a kind of
2: abused uh, fan base that we don't know how to get excited about uh, thinking about when's the other shoe going to drop? When's something bad going to happen? What's the negative side of this? Instead of just thinking, oh, no. One of the hottest coaching commodities out there decided to choose Houston because he wanted to play Houston and he wants to turn this organization around. Yep. And I I think it's great. I think it's a really good decision. I, we don't know if he's going to be a great coach. We don't know. We're just taking the little wins as they come. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this is a small win, or small win small. that you got a hot name and that he decided to you know pass on other opportunities, namely Denver Broncos and and choose the Houston Texans. I really like that, um, but. Getting to the coaching staff, that he's going to build because the offensive coordinator position is going to be crucial, and it's going to be really important for him to build his offensive coaching staff with coaches that he anticipates losing and replacing. Right, because right, plan on success. They always say, plan for success. Plan on your your you know whatever your uh, dreams are. Plan on accomplishing those dreams, and you know make the appropriate. You know, uh, plans and make sure you kind of build your future that way. If he's going to build a coaching staff, you must anticipate losing your offensive coordinator within the first couple of years. Because if you have a really good first couple of years or three years, yeah. the guy's leaving. For sure. So when you build your coaching staff with those uh, positional assistant coaches, make sure that you look at coaches who want to be coordinators and who ultimately you can envision them and project them as coordinators one day because ultimately, like Shano has done and like McVeigh, when you succeed, people will come poach your staff and then come poach it quickly.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was reading yesterday talking about Shano and how his staff now has Mm -hmm. become one of the hottest to be plucked from. You know, before it was all about, oh, did you have lunch with Mm McVeigh? Did y'all bump into each other at at an airport? You talk to him? Okay, you're now hired. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, now it's Shanahan. Shanahan's tree, and I think a lot of that has to do, too, with the fact of who his father was and the people that his father had around him, uh, Kyle brought with him. Those are some of the exact same thought processes and the the way that they went about their business. So he, he saw what a good coach looked like, to your point, and if you want to elevate yourself, that's how you do so. You get it by developing people and winning. If you yep. win, everybody's coming to your staff. You, right, exactly. This is where it is.
2: <laughs> so uh, just it, it's pl- anticipate that success yep. and plan accordingly. And so make sure you're whoever you're going to hire for the OC right now. They're bringing in Nick Cayley, who's the tight ends coach for or at least he was tight ends coach for the New England Patriots most recently. He worked with Nick Casario when they were both in New England from 2015 to 2020. When he was passed over for the New England Patriots offensive coordinator job because they wanted to do I don't know play calling by committee with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia and then Bill Belichick randomly, you know, throwing in his <laughs> play calls here and there. Uh, yeah, he felt a little insulted is what the world on the street is, and now he yeah. wants out. And uh, he may end up with the Texans potentially because of that Nick Casario connection. They also interviewed Troy Walters, or they will, the wide receiver coach at Cincinnati. Yep. But most people believe that Bobby Slowick is the front runner. He's the passing game coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. And the more uh, research I do on, um, uh, on his background, I-, I do like the higher because I think there's – not only familiarity because they know one another from their time together in San Fran, but he knows that his defensive system works well with that Shanahan offensive system. And that's basically what I mean. He, Bobby Slow is going to come in and try to replicate. And I think that's ultimately what he wants. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And one thing I also like about uh, Bobby Slowick's time is that he actually has coached on both sides of the ball. Um, he actually at one point was a, a defensive assistant too, and I like that. Uh, I think that is. A, I've talked about the Belichickian theory, which is most coaches in football at the highest levels they 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 have expertise on one side of the ball and they just coach that one side of the ball their entire careers and they never ever coach any of the other two phases. There are three phases. Most people only coach on one side of the ball. That's it. Bill Belichick, one of the things that made him really unique that I think also made him a well-rounded, more knowledgeable coach than others is that he had an experience on in the NFL on both sides of the ball, coaching offense, coaching defense and coaching special teams, coach all three phases. So it gives you a better idea of how to build a football program or an organization top down, bottom up when you can coach all three phases in a sense and, that Bobby Sloak's actually been a defensive assistant with the Washington Commanders, yep. and he actually was an analyst with Pro Football Focus at one time <laughs> Imagine too, that for a couple of years. Which I says he's progressive in a lot of ways. I yeah, the more deep, and he also was a uh, his dad is a defensive coach. Um, he's got brothers uh, that are defensive coaches too, so he's from a coaching family
0: as well. Yeah. Yeah, And, and, you know, just like what I was saying about Shanahan, when you get guys that have had a history of coaching Mm -hmm. with their family lineage, he's going to be deep and he's going to be knowledgeable and he's going to help out along the way. So I'm looking forward to it. I know that, like I said, Houston fans be really excited. I know D'Amico Ryans is having his press conference right now and I just saw a report that said this was his dream job. Yeah. This was it. So. For that to happen and for him, like we talked about just a second ago, he turned down some really big jobs and was being pushed for some other jobs but he sees this diamond in the rough called the Houston Texans that he wants to be a part of and if you could come back in and Resurrect that organization. Oh yeah, t- you get the keys to the scene. You know the mayor ain't afraid to to make it your your city. You you ain't oh, afraid yeah. to give you a key. Yeah, no, because <laughs> you
2: know, the Ast- everybody loves the Astros. stools yeah. yep. Everybody loves the Astros. The Astros are awesome. They won the World Series twice. Yep, um, and the Rockets are a beloved organization, and they've uh, been to the finals and won the finals. Um, the The Houston football teams mm-hmm. have. Always been beloved, and we know how beloved the sport of football is in Texas, and it is a heartbreaking fandom to be a part of right. as a Houston like a professional football sports fan, I'm a but,
0: Cowboys fan, so I understand. You do, but you got
2: championships. <laughs> oh, to yeah, you always oh, hey, fall hey, so, oh, yeah. so Cowboys fans, I hate yeah. when y'all say that. Honestly, I'm not yes, gonna lie. So yeah, yeah. Y'all have y'all, y'all have I no idea. I take no, that personal. Y'all have no <laughs> idea because y'all have y'all have multiple championships. You you. To rely I, on. I understand. Not just a not just a, yeah, like not some fluke. No, no, you guys had a little dynasty before.
0: Yeah. So you okay? I get it.
2: You guys have, guys have no idea what it's like to be a part of this. Yeah. I, mean, the fact that, I, like, the I fact have that to
0: apologize. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Houston sports fans, <laughs> no, but you guys are in pain. I yeah. get it because you guys know what it's like to be a part, go to the promised land, and be great. Right. We don't know that pain. Yeah. 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 All we know is the pain of mediocrity and never escaping it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't think it's your bad, is that we in Houston are still like, man, remember Earl Campbell? Exactly. Exactly. Like that's what we got. Yeah. There's no title race.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's right like, man, shoot. Earl.
1: Earl was good, wasn't he? War yeah. Moon. Yeah. Yeah. War Moon, man. We're, I loved him. We're happy
2: to get JJ Watt back just so he can retire a Texan. We're celebrating that we're like, woo, I'm glad he's retired. <laughs> exactly. Now he's gonna be the greatest Texan of all time. He's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> not even playing. It's like, what? So yeah, man, it's uh it's a Great really, point. really yeah, it's a sad, sad state of affairs. But there is light. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully D'Amico Ryan's um can bring that uh light uh to a lot more Texans fans and bring some Texans fans back like my man Patrick. No doubt. Uh, you missed yesterday. I did. And there was a big breaking news yesterday about the GOAT. And I, I got to get your opinion on the GOAT at one point. Well, you gonna you're going to get it right here. Okay.
0: You're going to get it in the hard Knox life, but I'm also going to bring up, since he has walked away, there are some positions that are open that, that are looking for quarterbacks. Okay. And I want to get y'all's opinion on which spot would be the better one. If you were a free agent quarterback and you are needing to find a home.
2: All right. Oh, I like that. All right. Come back. We'll get into the quarterback carousel uh, oh, yeah. in the NFL, which, yeah, you're right. Tom Brady mm. threw a wrench in that thing. He did. A lot of people thought Tom Brady would be a part of that carousel. He is not. He has taken his name out of the running, um, and now he is the GOAT is retiring. We'll come back. We'll talk about the quarterbacks in the NFL. All of that more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104. the one. Horn.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the
2: main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure.
0: Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of folks, but in front of y'all, I'm to speak my mind. He emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the Boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Michael! Welcome back to New Theme Thursday edition of Bald On Live, freezing cold edition of Bald On Live. It's your boy Hardball Hardge here. You can follow me on Twitter at Hardball Hardge. You can follow my man Rod Babers at Rod Babers. And you can follow the man behind the glass at it's Patrick Davis. We love it when you're a part of the show and we really wish we could see your text right now, <laughs> but we cannot Mm-mm. see your text. But Mm-mm. you can hit us up on our on our Twitters and we'll we'll try and hit you back on that as well. Well, <clears throat> yesterday I was not here because of inclement weather, but I was wanted to give my little take on Tom Brady mm-hmm. and what an unbelievable career that he has had. Oh, yeah. Now has Tom Brady been a little drama king a little bit lately. Yeah, he's gone through a lot of things, but one thing that's not uh that is undeniable was his numbers that he put up throughout his career. In his 20s, Tom Brady threw for 21,000 yards, 21,564 Yards, uh, a hundred, uh, one hundred and forty-seven TDs, three Super Bowl wins. That was just in his twenties. In his thirties, Tom Brady threw for forty thousand yards, forty thousand and eighteen to be exact, three hundred and nine touchdown passes, and two Super Bowl wins. But in his forties, it gets even better. He threw for twenty-seven thousand yards, twenty-seven. 1632 193 touchdown passing touchdowns during that time and of course two Super Bowl wins. Now, when you hear those numbers, you would think Hall of Famer. He could be a Hall of Famer in three different decades. That's how good Tom Brady has been in his career. Um He's got the most wins by a quarterback, most passing yards by a quarterback, most passing touchdowns by a quarterback, obviously the most Super Bowl appearances and the most Super Bowl wins Mm -hmm. with seven. So for us to even try to deny the fact of his greatness, you can't. I would never try to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I knew that we were talking about when the separation happened, what would be – Who would be the star of the separation? Would it be Bill Belichick, which everybody obviously thought was the mastermind? He still is the mastermind. He still has some good coaching behind him. But it was Tom Brady. He was the machine. He was the Albert Pujols of, of football. And what I mean by that is he went to work every single day and all he cared about was getting better and all he cared about was championships. So to that, I salute Tom Brady. I salute him being able to put that resume together, those three different decades of which he was a superstar throughout that time, and he continues to be a superstar. The only negative, Uh I will say. Uh And everybody goes through trials and tribulations in relationships, that's what they are. You're going to always have them. You're going to have differences of opinions, and a lot of people are looking at him and saying that he left his family for football. (laughs) He left his family because he had an addiction. And his addiction was football. So that was addiction. uh, His uh, rehab was getting out of the house and going to play football. So that would be the only thing that I could Mm -hmm. say that he had to fight through and he had to adjust through. But some of y'all work at regular jobs and you still going through it too. But you wasn't a Super Bowl quarterback. So that's Mm -hmm. why we make it more than what it really is. That's why we have the TMZs of the world. But I salute Tom Brady and congratulate him on a great career. My only question is, you think he's serious? Yeah. You think this is it? You saw the pain in his it, eyes. I watched
2: the video and it seemed and the, very genuine.
0: And the, and the eyes seemed like they were done, yeah. right? He was, the glass was
2: pulled mm-hmm. by. And the way he did it, yeah. was on a beach somewhere like he had just walked and had a long, deep kind of uh, thought process about it. And I think he contemplated
0: and he thought, this is it. I'm yeah. Done. That, that is true. Yep. That is. He I, did believe look, I believe him this time, too. I believe him this time. Because he lost He lost a lot. He, also he lost lot. a lot during this mm-hmm. time. So I think it really is time for him to go. And I told you, I'd already saw the video of him earlier in the week looking for, trying to enroll his kids in a school in Miami. I remember you said he that. He was trying to check mm-hmm. into that. So yep. maybe that's that beach he was walking on right there <laughs> in Miami. Uh, real quick, I want to turn over to the, the quarterback carousel that will be happening this year. And... I wanted to look at a couple teams that really are in need or desperate of a quarterback. Mm. Well, I wouldn't even say desperate. I know that if now that Tom Brady is out of the fold, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, if I'm Derek Carr, where are some of the teams that you think you can go out there and help? I'm a big fan of Derek Carr. I don't know if everybody even really knew that. Mm. I thought Derek Carr and what he was able to do with the obstacles and the trials and tribulations that he had. And with the Las Vegas Raiders, from uh, John Gruden being fired to Josh McDaniels coming in to even Josh Jacobs not even being under contract, they he did what the best job he could with that organization, and he should be proud of the way that he left it. What's even better is he was prod, prodded and asked a bunch of questions about the organization and about Josh McDaniels, and he didn't bite. He Mm -hmm. let it ride. He didn't want to leave, you know, because you never know who you're going to work for at some point. So you want to make sure you leave everything with Mm -hmm. a clean slate. But here are some of the teams that I came up with that I think that are looking for some quarterbacks. And by the way, here are some of the names of quarterbacks that are out there. Uh, Carr, Rodgers, not yet, but they talked about they're going to move on. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be out there. Geno Smith may be out there. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be one. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold. Possible Daniel Jones, because they haven't given him a new contract. Tyler Hutley. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke. Heineke. And Sam Darnold. So these are some of the names. Now, I want to look at some of the teams. The Jets. Now, the Jets have a lot of young wide receivers that are very talented. They've got Brees Hall that is going to be coming back off of his injury. He's going to be a major part of what they do. The only drawback would be they do play in the AFC East, which so does Buffalo, uh, New England, and Miami. So that would be a tough division if you're a quarterback trying to decide where is going to be my best landing spot. Uh, The one team that I like is the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers just got Frank Reich. We know that he's good with the quarterbacks. That's why he tried to get one every single year to see what his project would be like. Mm -hmm. They have a decent top-of-the-line running game with uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, who was coming Mm -hmm. off of an injury. We didn't realize that he was still having ankle injuries, but now he should be ready to go. Mm -hmm. And if they can re-sign – not Jonathan Taylor, I'm sorry about that. If they can re-sign Deontay Foreman with their running game, that would be a good landing spot for them. Now, Indianapolis, this was the one I was talking about with Jonathan Taylor. He's going to be back. They have a great running game. They will be having a new coach. We still don't know who that is. Jeff Saturday still being interviewed. Mm-hmm. So you, as a quarterback, you may not want to go there, <laughs> but they have some decent wide receivers, and you play half of your games inside. So if you're, you're a different quarterback, you get a point. bunch of games indoor. Another team that I think would be a great landing spot for a quarterback, and if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I would definitely look at this this team, the New Orleans Saints. That's a good point. The New Orleans Saints, they have great young wide receivers. That's uh, you get to play indoors again, and the division is winnable. Mm-hmm. You're in a great spot to where you can be hosting a playoff game at home, indoors, and you will have a good squad around you. Now Tampa Bay will be another spot. Uh, they Tom Brady left, the OC left, left which has gone. But you do have good receivers. They're getting long in the tooth, and Rashad White will be our uh, running back one now because I think it's over for for Leonard Fournette. I don't think Leonard Fournette yeah. takes the game serious anymore, and he didn't come in shape. He's you know for what running back too, and he's yeah. yeah, and he's gone through his trials and tribulations. So here's the last one, and I want to really get your thought on this one, Rod, San Francisco. <laughs> Now you got Brock Purdy, he's going to be out Tommy John surgery. He's going he's going to end up being missing some time and it'll be really tough for him to get back and be able to throw. You already said you don't you're not going to have Jimmy G there Mm-mm, and gone. you still and Trey Lance just had another surgery in December on his uh knee and ankle. So you you're going to be needing a top of the line quarterback and how close are you? <laughs> you just played for a championship game and you just had you're running back playing quarterback. So do you? And you had Josh Johnson, by the way. Remember, yeah, they yeah, uh, they weren't even getting enough. The Josh just, Johnson experience. Just, yeah, got to go, man. Don't ever – I don't care how many teams he played for, don't call him no Is more. Is Josh Johnson going to retire after this season? He should. He should. He was man. retired before, let's not he forget. Should. They called him. Yeah. I think should. he was selling insurance somewhere. <laughs> he might have been. But <laughs> this would be – if I'm a quarterback, I would do everything in my power – to get to San Francisco.
2: And I'm with you. Uh, it, 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 pretty much Shano, uh, Kyle Shannon has already said that Jimmy G's not going to be a part not of it. Not a and part he, of it. He's also said that he is not going to bring in a – what's the way he put it high profile veteran quarterback and i think he was hinting at tom brady or someone like that or aaron Rodgers too like that's not
0: happening so if he
2: brings in a veteran it'll just be a veteran for depth on the team they're anticipating Which we
0: found out they need a lot of depth they need a quarterback they do <laughs> yeah. um, but he's anticipating
2: trey lance being ready to practice for training camp and that brock purdy uh, although it'll take him six, seven months or so that he'll be ready too. So they'll have three or four quarterbacks, but the two quarterbacks of the future are Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Yep. There is, that's to me, what from what I can gather, that's the future in his eyes for the 49ers.
0: One team that I was thinking about that I wanted to see if you would think that they're close is the Tennessee Titans. I know oh. they got Malik Willis. We saw what that experience is all about. Yeah. Um Ryan Tannehill, he's been getting hurt a lot lately. Do you go out and get a big-name guy? And the guy that I would see that would fit in very well there is Derek Carr. That's a good one. I I think Derek Carr would would make that team so much better. I
2: I like that. I like that call. Honestly, uh, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Derek Carr needs a home, and they need it. I'm going to say – he, he might be expensive just because of his veteran presence, but I don't know what type of contract they can sign him to, but he might give them a discount just because he wants to revitalize his career. career? Or at least he wants to go out on a good note. He's probably toward
0: closer retirement now. And you did. got a great running game. Great a running game. Great running game. I don't yeah. know how much longer, but you got a great yeah. running game.
2: Yeah, it, it which uh, all, all the more reason to go all in right now because right. your window is built around bully ball that bully ball is unique to that particular running back who is a freak and unique unlike any other running back in the league. And you cannot afford for him right. to wear down and then have to build a different blueprint to win. So I'm with you. I'll go all in this year. If you're Tennessee. Yep. You got to do it. You got to. Yeah. Cause if not, your window will be shut. Well, because the Jacksonville Jaguars now their window is just starting to exactly. open. Exactly. So now you got somebody in the divisions window just opened up, and then you got Texans are going to try to rebuild, and the Colts going to rebuild. This is your time,
0: Tennessee. That's why. Otherwise, you, you the want to reboot. You make the, the in move in a few years. Yeah, yep. make
2: the move. I'm with you. Make, make the, the move. move. I like that.
0: So, <laughs> well, that's what I got for the Hard Knocks <laughs> Life. Uh, Tom Brady, salute you. Congratulations mm-hmm. on everything that you have done in your career. And mm-hmm. now go be a dad, go have fun and enjoy yourself. And oh, yeah, I forgot. You got a nice little cushion. You landed on $375 million to go do some analyst work. Yeah, yeah. I think you got it good, bro.
2: Yeah, and Fox has <laughs> said he's not going to be. A, well, right now there are no plans to make him a part of their Super Bowl broadcast. That's, that, that'll change, I'm sure.
0: Uh, yeah, give me my money. You got? Hey, start earning, bro. Might as well
2: start right start now. Start earning. I'm sure he'll make an appearance of some kind. But, yeah, that was big news uh, yesterday when uh, the GOAT decided that uh, he was hanging it up, that he was done. I was sure that he was going to be a part of this quarterback character. and would have made it so much more interesting. No doubt. Because there are like three or four teams you could see Tom Brady you know, being a part of and, and tr- up upgrading their quarterback position tremendously immediately. Off the
0: rip. Uh, there yeah. were teams
2: like Miami that have been mentioned, and, of course, the 49ers have been mentioned. Uh, so uh, that— No longer going to be the case. Now you'll be watching Tom Brady give you his opinion uh, as a broadcaster. And I can't wait for that either. Actually, I'm looking forward to that. Him as a broadcaster because I I hear he's got a a good sense of humor. Yeah. And I've heard it at times before, but I wonder how it's going to come off as a broadcaster, if you'll be able to naturally deliver those lines, because that's what it's about. That's why you know it's you can. Uh, I mean, somebody can write you some jokes or whatever, for right, right, right. Or Whatever you want to, Ghost uh, Rider. Yeah, you can have that, but some guys are just kind of naturally witty, and they it's all about the delivery, especially when you're a broadcaster. So I want to know if Brady's going to have that delivery. It's something that tells me that he will. Let me. Let me. T- he'll, he'll probably mm. work the craft. He'll probably actually go
0: go to a coach. Do and, you think and, and that's like, why he's been doing um, his podcast so much? like trying to get used to that's talking about point. certain things and cause he's been, you mm-hmm. know, he would do a weekly radio mm-hmm. hit when he was in Boston mm-hmm. and then he started doing these podcasts like everybody else. And now he's finding that rhythm of, of, of playing with somebody. Yep. You're talking with somebody. Yeah. So you got to find your window and maybe that's what he's been doing as well. It's
2: a great point. Yeah. Cause <clears> it, it is a conversational element. For sure. To broadcasting, as you know, you've done play by play with Craig Way, the voice exactly. of Longhorns. I've done too. There's a very con- if if it's good, there is a conversational uh, kind of feel to it. If it's really good, if the chemistry is really good, so I, we don't know, we don't we're not sure who he's working with yet either. Right. I'm assuming he's going to work with whoever the top play by play guy is for Fox, and I can't tell you who that yet. is right
0: now. Not yet, right? Because right now mm-hmm. it the Burkhart and. Um, the tight end. Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Those the are guy. the number one. Those are the, they, they I like are Greg the Olson. top one. Yeah, I do. he's done a great job. I, he, he does a really good job. Yeah. People want to hear
2: Brady. They want to hear Brady. Yeah. And when you team Brady up with somebody, that's who he's going to be with for a while. And to your point, you want him to build chemistry and continuity <clears> with that person. So, I don't know. I don't know who they're going to pair up Brady with. I mean, trust me. he's there Right now, he's their cash cow. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. they're paying him more than they're paying Greg Olson. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's it, paying pay your, more he, than
0: everybody else out there. That's my point.
2: So you don't think you're gonna put him with the top crew? Yeah. I guarantee the execs are like, uh, we're paying him a lot of money. He's the top guy. we don't know if he's good yet. We don't care if he's we good. Don't care. If he bombs, it'll also go viral and get us impressions. Yep. He's a guy. It's Tom Brady. Because everybody's gonna my wife is gonna tune in to hear what Tom Brady's like as a broadcaster. Yep. My mom is gonna go, Tom Brady's broadcasting? What yep. game is he doing? Everybody wants to hear Tom Brady. It's Tom freaking Brady's to go. He transcends no, no. to get the sport. Sorry, Greg Olson. Yeah. You're great. You're better at your job than Tom Brady is for now. <laughs> for now. But we want to hear Tom Brady.
0: No. If if you, he would do. I hope he's going to be a lot better than Tony Romo and uh, he don't slip up.
2: People don't like Tony Romo anymore. No, he's fading. Why?
0: He's fading because I don't think he's working as hard at his craft like he used to. Okay. I don't. It, it doesn't sound like he's back to being where he was hungry to be that number one guy. You know, it goes back to what we talked about. Don't be complacent at at what you're doing. You still have to work harder that craft because people are still trying to understand the game through your eyes. Very true, yeah. And now it's just now he just seems like he's talking.
2: It is. He wants uh, yeah, that's a good point. I think he there were some people that believed he was he was too far in that direction uh when he first started out, that he was too much of uh trying to diagram and too much of a football theorist, if you mm-hmm. will, trying to analyze the game. Remember he was, he was, he was like guessing? He was like yep. trying to guess the play. Yes, to find a little game everybody was doing like, he was analyzing oh, that deep. Oh Jim. Look at him. they got trips, three by one formation, Jim. shotgun, then third down, probably look, look double slants up Guys, yeah, exactly. Jim is coming. It's coming, it's coming, right? It's coming. right. And people were like, okay, that's uh, a little too extreme. And I think he wanted to go back the other way to conversation, and now people want more of the end. So he's got to find the happy medium. Yep, I think Tony Romo tremendously talented. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and he, he it, there is an element to him that is very, it feels very fanboy sometimes, and it's refreshing. He's like, oh, yeah. like John Madden used to do that. The oh, sound that effects was, yeah. and everything. Like, that's how I would have reacted to that play. Like, oh, oh right. Jim. Right. like He reacted to play like you would. For and sure. That is a refreshing, but I guess it can be annoying. I like Romo doing it, but it's I'm a It's annoying if your
0: team is losing. That's true. <laughs> a good point. Well, a lot of times when he's doing the Cowboys games, we're losing.
1: Yes. Sir. <laughs> I Only like a Roma. few times a season. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I've always been a Romosexual, yep. and some of you guys are Romophobes, and that's probably the Romophobes out there that don't like it. <laughs> All right, we come back. We got off the record on the other side. Uh, I don't even know what we're getting into. I guarantee we'll have a weird story. Oh, actually, i give you Paxatani Phil, my numbers on oh, yeah, I need to know, feel. know this. Yeah. We'll give you the stats. I want the scouting report. I went rabbit-holing about Groundhog Day. I should have said that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that right here on Paul we'll Don't <laughs> know. D D Mega doo I'm sorry, Mangoodoo. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen.
1: Well, I don't get, I get a day breaking day comb. Well,
0: congratulations. Continue. Good sex in the uh, sex in the Vic East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record.
1: Do it live! I can will write it and we'll do it live! F-ing
0: thing sucks!
2: All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Happy Groundhog Day to each and every one of you out there. Uh, our friend, Satani Phil, um, he indeed uh, saw his shadow, which means six more weeks of winter. When he doesn't see his shadow, that's the good news. That means it's an early spring coming. So I was a little curious about, you know, the hit rate of Satani Phil. Now let's just see what the success rate of this guy is. So uh, since making his first prediction in 1887, Punxsutawney Field has been right uh, according to the Storm Facts Weather Almanac 39% of the time.
0: So he's a weatherman.
2: He potentially, yeah. <laughs> I mean, 39% you of the time. That's, that's not a good hit rate. Um, no, that's, it's not. That's really low. I mean, that's low in sports, field goal percentage, no matter what, that's low. Yeah. 100%, that's low. It's, it's low for a small brain rodent. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're right. Maybe I'm expecting too much out of this guy. But the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's National Center for Environmental Information, whew, that's a mouthful, uh, at their uh, they looked at the most recent predictions from 2012 to 2021 and found that Phil was right 40% of the time. When compared to the national temperature averages,
0: mm. so Phil's track record, guys. You're talking about a forty percent hit rate here. So why do we believe in this every single time? <laughs> you know why? What did we say earlier? Marketing.
2: It is great marketing. That is
0: what it is.
2: Since 1887, Punxsutawney Phil has predicted the weather outlook 127 times, and there have been only been ten instances where it has not recorded or he did not appear. Damn, some days he just don't come up. Hey, he was that like, it's it. too cold out there. I'm not coming out there. <laughs> to hell with y'all, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he has seen his shadow. How about this? He has seen his shadow most as he has predicted a longer winner, 107 out of the 127 times. So 84% of the time he pre- he sees his uh, shadow and predicts a longer winner. Mm-hmm. So he's only right 40% of the time, and 85% of the time, or damn near close to that, he's going to see his shadow.
1: Well, do mm. so you the bet deal on is, this?
2: Because this is seems like easy money. Well, isn't the deal, though, <laughs> is
1: he sees his shadow and he goes back in the hole, scares him back into the hole, it's right?
2: Scary. He's scared of his own you shadow. You don't think
1: it's then. the all the people standing around him and cheering? <laughs> screaming at him? Maybe <laughs> that, that is. has something to do with it? Yeah.
2: That's fair. That is fair. I mean, <laughs> I've
1: <laughs> seen full-grown adults walk into a room, and if you start cheering, they're like,
2: nope, nope. Yeah. They oh, are. That is very you're true. Right. That's a great point. Yeah. There's no shadows people. involved. Yeah, so I don't know. Poxatani Phil. And how long do groundhogs live? Yeah, I know. You keep saying it like it's one groundhog. <laughs> when and if that's them. one groundhog, that is the more impressive <laughs> they, part. They
1: keep naming them like that. They keep naming them the same thing. I'm guessing it's, like, a, it's be like it's gotta be like a f- four like f- three, four year span if you're gonna be Punksitani Phil, maybe? Probably something like that, yeah. And then you pull out a new one. And then new they're new like, new like new this one is only Is this Bebo seven? Like they do Bevo, right? <laughs> I yeah. that. Oh, so I don't like I Exactly don't, right. But it's I'm saying that be sure they've it. been doing this yeah. for over 100 years, and uh, it's got like three to four years on it. I don't, I don't think the numbers get kind of depressing after a while. <laughs> yeah. How long do groundhogs live? Hey, man, it's, live?
2: it's fill number 537. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the wild, groundhogs can live up to six years with two or three being average. In captivity, Groundhogs reportedly live up to 14 years. Right. So, yeah, I guess when you keep them, I don't know, in captivity as pets or whatever. So it could have like a five,
1: six-year run. So
2: basically they're just eating a lot in the wild. Yeah. I mean, it could have just easy prey. Yeah. they be eating up by, I'm sure, a lot of different predators. Okay. There you go. So, honestly, punks with honey feel you want to be punks with honey Field. They take care of you. Yeah. they got an easy life. Yeah, I don't know it's how like many groundhogs mascot.
1: are pets. That seems like yeah. a, if you're a groundhog, that is a solid job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a good that's fair uh, alright we come back there you go Puxotowny Field research and research about Groundhog Day happy Groundhog Day in case nobody's told you that we come back we'll get into the is, cow- that,
0: is that how I'm supposed to be greeting hey by the way happy Groundhog Day
2: I think you should greet somebody today and, tell them, and tell them happy Groundhog Day and I bet they'll look at you weird
0: I, but it is Groundhog Day I, can you do like happy New Year's
1: and we like three weeks from now be like happy no, Groundhog Day that yeah. just
2: makes you a creep that
1: you just a creep Wait, that? That? Oh, on February 2nd
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go by a store or something I'm gonna wish somebody a Happy Groundhog Day and see how they look at me, and I will report that. Oh now, God. wait if they don't say
1: if they don't say Happy Black History Month back to you, is that a problem?
2: That is a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A response. Nobody even cares about Black History Month. You're the first person to mention it. All right, nobody even cares. Not in my house. It's been mentioned since we got up. Good. You feel me. It should be. Go look on television. Go look on BET. I guarantee you, BET Black Entertainment Television has no programs about Black History. The History Channel. No, they got nope.
1: a, they got a PSA running. That right just has yeah, been in right. there since 1997. <laughs> right. It ain't even in
2: HD. Exactly, since standard definition. Yep. Got the bars on the side. History Channel, no Black History on History Channel. That's
0: what I- but you know what? Shark Week's coming up, and we'll get all Exactly. Can...
2: <laughs> Why does nobody care about Black History Month? Uh, they should stop Black History Month and turn it into a day rather than a month, because people don't care about the month. They take it for granted. A day, people would care about the day, and they would get the day off. But then people was like, oh, don't they have MLK Day already? Listen, MLK deserves his own damn day, okay? Exactly. And then black people have their own we day. we still worked on that day.
0: <laughs> we didn't get to all go right. to no
2: parades. MLK, that's an American holiday for all Americans, not just black people, but Black History exactly. Day Exactly should be something that we promote over Black History Month, because the month goes by, nobody
0: cares. I'm going to bring up something every day. on Black History Month? Every day. Hey, right, were you going to do it today it. until I mentioned it? No. no. All right, just make sure. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, I was. But no, what I meant was, yes, I was going to bring it up because oh, yeah. the University of Texas oh, has yeah. put out something oh, every single day okay. okay. thus far. University of Texas has done it. Mm. They did it yesterday. Calvin Murray was on there. uh day before that, it was uh, Janae Jefferson from the softball team. So I didn't see who today was yet. Oh, we're only on day two. No, no, yeah. day two. Oh, You're then gonna, I'm good then. Yeah, we're only on
2: day two. Or right, it go. started out pretty bad because yeah. winter freeze. Yeah. And Black History Month in Austin ain't started good. It ain't that's been what, great. That's yet.
1: because hell froze over. Hell yeah. all, that, all that white ice <laughs> oppressing us. Oh <All laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. We're going to be right, right here Bond on Line Waterboard Dollar. <laughs> <laughs>